Every time I pitch anything to Michelle, her feedback usually is always like, like, where's the lively voice? Where's the oomph? Where's the empowerment? Where's the boss babe, the badass, the power? It's like that, and that that's really important in our brand because even though um, if you look, our colors are pink and it's soft and it's girly, it feels feminine. It's also always, always coupled with this empowering messaging. So that's that always has to be an element of it for it to feel like us. Also, we always want to talk about comfort and just feeling like you have mobility, feeling like you can do anything, feeling like you can take on your day, whatever that is. So we always have to make sure that comes through. From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing up the corporate ladder or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want. This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast. We interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent grads about what a day is actually like on the job, hour by hour, or as we like to call it, they're a diddle. Spell A-D-I-T-L, which stands for a day in the life. This podcast will inspire you to gain experience beyond the classroom and launch a career of your own. We're your hosts, Chris DeBeau and Matt Poe. Welcome to part one in the two-part Lively Marketing series. In this episode, we're going to experience a day in the life hour by hour of Erin Hampton, a marketing assistant at Lively. So you can decide if this is a career you can see yourself doing. Lively is a bra and underwear company with a strong online presence and stores in New York City. She's focused mainly on the leisure companies, email marketing campaigns, and copywriting for the Boss Babe community. Let's get right into the day. After hitting snooze a couple of times at 6 a.m. on a Wednesday morning in Brooklyn, Erin wakes up and is getting ready to start her day. She tries to make morning meditation at the Lively Experience store, but instead grabs coffee with a close friend at 7.30 a.m. From there, she hops on the L train with her Female Dreams Spotify playlist in her ears and scrolls through Instagram on her way to the office in Manhattan. Let's meet Erin and learn more about Lively and her job. I'm Erin Hampton. I am a marketing assistant at Lively. And a little bit about my job, I am a email marketing, so I do all of our email marketing concepting and just like kind of own that area. Um, I also do copywriting, write our campaigns and partner with our art director kind of to make that happen. I run our campus ambassador program, our rep program, and yes, and our blog. Can we talk a little bit about the content you write for the blog? So just recently, we actually started to amp it up a little bit more. So we typically like to feature a lot of women from our community. Like Lively is really big on community. And like we were kind of born on Instagram where a lot of girls basically would see our stuff and we would be saying, talking about women empowerment and being comfortable and kind of what modern day sexy looks like. Like not kind of like that. When you think of bras and underwear, you think of like, oh, trying to be sexy for someone else. But this is about being comfortable, being confident and empowered in yourself. So we feature a lot of women that are like, powerhouse boss babes as we like to call them we do those about twice a week and so yeah it's been really really great I typically just send over interview questions and they'll answer it back and I'll pair it with some photos and it's usually pretty organic I don't like to edit it down too much what would you say separates Lively from other brands like Victoria's Secret kind of pops into my brain? So we are, first of all, very positive and inclusive. And we want to make sure that like every woman feels like she can be a part of this story. So I feel like a little bit, um, not to talk down on these brands, I've obviously loved Victoria's Secret and, and shopped there a lot being younger. But, you know, not everyone's an angel. Not everyone looks like that. And it's not even about like, oh, I don't, I don't look beautiful or whatever. It's like we're all beautiful in different ways. So we're all about inclusivity and empowerment. So just like, 
you rocking what you do, like whatever you're passionate about, whatever you want to do, it's like you're a badass, like you're able to do it. So I think that that's the message that we're always trying to promote all the time. And so I think that's a huge separator. Also, our product itself is just very, very, very comfortable, um, always soft, always making you feel like you can take on your day and, and not feeling like you're pulling on your bra strap or you're adjusting or you're pushing up or something like that. Everything should just feel comfortable and you should feel supported and make you feel like you can just go out and do your day. Erin gets to the office by 9.30 and dives into emails as she's settling in. I just want to make sure that there isn't any anything wrong or if someone's trying to contact me or whatever, it is 9.30 or so at this point. So I want some of them, some people are already sending out emails by like that 8.30 time. So I want to make sure that like I'm up to date the moment I get in before I even get my coffee. Okay, so then you're you're reviewing your emails at this point and yep. you notice something interesting in Google Analytics. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your work with Google Analytics, how that data affects what you do and maybe some tips and tricks that you've learned along the way that could apply to someone that wants to get into email marketing? Yeah. So Google Analytics is the way that we track performance of our business um, in general. And so everyone has to be pretty well versed in it. Um, and so I'm constantly looking at it all the time, whether especially with email where um it's, it's a big chunk of our business. So I have to make sure that it's always performing. Um, so I'm always looking at the data and making and seeing what the trend lines are like hour over hour, day over day, month over month. And I report on that actually every Monday morning to our team. And so it's just expected of me to know what's going on with the business at all times. And so if anyone has a question or if something seems like something seems interesting or different, or even if we want to optimize, like I need to know the answer when I get that answer through Google Analytics. So what are some metrics that you can find on their general metrics? So are you yeah. looking at web website traffic is one of them. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, what else um, is traffic is like sessions, conversion, revenue, obviously, average order value. Those are those are kind of the main ones. And then with email specifically within not Google Analytics, but MailChimp, which is one mm -hmm. of our email service providers that we use. Not one of, it is the email service <laughs> provider we use. And uh, kind of looking at that and seeing like what click rate, um, click rate trends and open rate trends. So then if you see something that's, I don't know, different or out of the ordinary within Google Analytics, where are the areas that need to be fixed? Is it the product itself? Is it the messaging? Is it the like, how do you how are you guys able to tell like what to change? typically something where it's more about what can we change in the future rather than what can we change now, especially with um, email, seeing as that typically it's something that's already happened. Um, and now we're just trying to see what is what are the effects of whatever email just went out or like auto trigger emails and seeing how those are performing. And it's just kind of kind of looking at that specifically and then seeing also how it's affecting the business. It's now 10 a.m. and Aaron is touching base with the design team on their Metallic series, which was a campaign that was more seasonal than normal. For pictures of those, head over to the show notes page at experienceadiddle.com. In case you didn't know, Aaron says the difference between an ad campaign and a series is an ad targets a specific audience on a particular product or campaign. A campaign is a full fleshed out story that can be marketed through many different channels, including a slew of digital ads, social media, and email marketing. A series is a collection of products that belong to a particular campaign. We came up with a concept that was going to be kind of an old Hollywood theme. Okay. Um, so the messaging is about like glamming up like a modern day Maryland, like very, um, very glamorous. Ah, um, I and it. I got to write the copy for that. So I, 
I loved it. Like I, I love this series so much. And Anita made it look Anita and Ari, who's our um, graphic designer, made it look beautiful um, in terms of the graphic design, like very elevated, which is what we were going for. But yeah, so we were tying up the last little bits of that. So some video ads, some social media teases and launch concepts that Anita was designing and I was giving her copy to to flow like with that and like make the whole campaign come together. And then we were going to pitch it to Michelle in our 2 p.m content meeting. Let's define copy. Copy can be anything. It's basically any words that you need to use for your brand in terms of marketing. So that can be on your site. That can be in advertising. That can be, yeah, in just many different platforms. But it's just like anytime your brand has a voice, you're the one writing it. And that's the copy. Gotcha. So you're writing it and then you're sending it to them and they're glamming it up, making all the graphics and everything for that and putting it all together. What comes first? Is there usually an order is it kind of just a mix of yeah that's a that's a great question so um we're all very collaborative because we're we're all creatives and we all have our own ideas um and sometimes people will be like oh when I see this like when I see this piece I think of this and people would like yell out words or something um in some of our meetings but for the most part it's up to uh, the creative team to kind of come together and come up with a concept and then we will pitch that to Michelle and see if it resonates with her and then we'll move forward with it. So it's kind of cool. We have a little bit more of a free reign of like what how, what we think. But we do take that initial feedback from the editorial. So the shoot will happen and then we'll get editorial images back and they'll pick the selects and then we'll be like, okay, this is the photo story. So then based off of that, I will come up with what what I think that story means from a um from a copy standpoint and a messaging so standpoint. Cool. I was yeah. just gonna ask. So you you know you're working on the metallic series and you'd said that you guys it's more glitz and glamoury and that's not um something that you guys have tried yet. In terms of like branding and just like staying on brand, staying on message, like what is it that you have to have completely in terms of like visual and copy that will like definitely resonate like yes this is lively mm -hmm. and what are areas that you can like experiment with that's great that's great every time I pitch anything to Michelle her feedback usually is always like like where's the lively voice where's the oomph where's the empowerment where's the boss babe the badass the power like that and that that's really important in our brand because even though um if you look our colors are pink and it's soft and it's girly it feels feminine it's also always always coupled with this empowering messaging so that's that always has to be an element of it for it to feel like us also we always want to talk about comfort and just feeling like you have mobility feeling like you can do anything feeling like you can take on your day after anita ari and aaron align with each other from 10 30 to 1 30 aaron hits the ground running preparing for her 2 p.m meeting with the ceo michelle anita usually details out what what we're going to talk about we and it's an it's the three of us talking about, hey, what do we want to talk about? What do we think we're prepared to talk about? And what do we want to save maybe for the Wednesday meeting? Maybe take a, take a little bit more time to work on that piece. What do we think is ready to show? And we always want to make sure that we have enough content to show because we don't want to waste Michelle's time. And that time is also valuable for us, too, where we need those approvals to continue moving on these projects. The next task within this 10.30 to 1.30 window was working with Ari, the graphic designer, scanning through the November email design and concept deck. They had to make sure revisions to all copy and design from their last content meeting they had with Michelle was applied before they sent out the emails later that week. So typically it'll be a headline, <laughs> some kind of like catchy headline. Today's email was talking about, it's like, oh, I see, <laughs> the top of it says, oh, I see what you did there. And then it's like the ultimate cart hack. So basically it's like your, like when you put 
uh, products into your cart. And it's actually like there's ways you can bundle up, like with Lively, where you actually like get it for less. Mm. So it's like smart to pair these things together and you'll get like more bang for your buck. And we typically are not salesy like that or promotional at all. But we have to find a clever way right. to um to message these things. But yeah. And then it all... um. It'll have anywhere from user-generated content, which is stuff that we get from our ambassadors from social media, so like them and our product, or it can be our on models, which are the models and the product on our site and just taking pictures of them and showing that all detailed out in a story and it looks beautiful and like in a cool way, um, or editorial, which is like our beautiful photo shoot content. And those are always, always perform really, really well and have a cohesive story. How many emails do you send out a day? We send out only three a week, Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Is there any logic or science behind that? Or can you speak to that? Yeah, I so I know that there is logic behind us, and that's just a very popular time in terms of like people might be on their way to work. They're scrolling through their phone. Mobile is so much more, as people know now, people are so much more inclined to buy on mobile rather than on their desktop. So yeah, they're commuting or something like that around that 9 a.m. time. You can also, it kind of gives you that good span of um, across the country, or if it's like 9 a.m. or 8 or something like that for other people. You know what I mean? Um, You don't want to be too late for New York. Like that's where we're based. So you don't want to do like a 10, but then you don't want to do like a 7 either there because then it'll be way too early for people in California. I wanted to ask about the difference in wording or messaging between platforms. So do you send the same thing to Facebook as you do to Instagram as something else or do you have to tailor it and change it? Yeah. Based on the platform. So the setup is a little bit different on on both places. So kind of like the hierarchy of the copy is different. So on Carousel, for example, it's kind of like a um, almost looking like a caption below each image and then you just slide. You know how you okay. do that on Instagram? Yep. So you need to have kind of like a short blurb for each slide. And, and it kind of has to be a little bit general because they could get all mixed up. Like it doesn't necessarily go like they don't exactly line up with the image. So for that one, it's more of like short punchy lines that kind of encapsulate and will make somebody want to click on. Gotcha. Okay. On, yeah, so it's on kind of like image. a subject line of an email. Then. Like yeah. The yeah. goal is to get them to click or but, read more. Or, yes. But the whole, but then, but then all of the lines together do need to kind of tell the entire story of the campaign. Gotcha. So it's, 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 a, it's not hard. It's just now I'm in a rhythm, but at, mm-hmm. at first it was a little bit difficult trying to make it short, but tell the whole story. And then, for link post for Facebook, it's more, it's more like intro header headline subcopy, and that's much gotcha. more straightforward. Next task is partnering up with Anita to implement copy. What do you yes. mean by implementing? <laughs> so kind of like plug and play, I guess, where she's designing this concept and and I'm giving my feedback, but it's really like her vision for how she sees it. So I'll be like, hey, I'm thinking of this like old Hollywood kind of like film thing or whatever. So she's she's coming up with this, um, all these really cool concepts. She's like, well, I kind of like this idea of like Polaroids or something. So I'm going to give it this these images, these borders to make it feel like Polaroids. And so she's like, okay, we're doing like a slide. We're doing like a slideshow or whatever, or it's a video. She's like, what copy would go here? What copy goes here? What copy goes here? So really it's like we're going section by section of each of her design concepts and then we're figuring out how the copy is best played up like how they can support each other and make it the most cohesive campaign possible so since you're the copy side and she's the art side do you ever give comments on your thoughts of the art has there ever been a time where you're like i don't really like that (laughs) 
It's a no, it's a great question. I think that me and Anita have a really great relationship and partnership. So we're able to do that with each other. I I don't know if it's the same way at other places. Mm. Okay. Oh, it's not. Um, Interesting. I don't think so at all. Yeah, no, that's it's <laughs> definitely something I I don't want to step on anyone's toes and I don't want to overstep. And so I do try to watch myself a little bit with that but she a lot of the time invites me in to get my opinion on stuff just because we both are creatives and I'll ask her about copy all the time too and she'll give me honest feedback we want to make sure that we're producing the best campaign possible and pushing ourselves like we're both still she's a little bit farther along in her career than me but we all we know that this is a valuable time in our careers and this is building our portfolios and so it's got to be it's got to be work that we're both proud of so we we definitely welcome each other a lot into our work it's now noon and Erin is moving on to planning out the Cyber Week promotions in their launch deck. She's creating concepts, copy, and messaging for each email and promotion, as well as collaborating with the design team on how to visually execute. After that, she's working with Anita to review ad videos and make sure everything's good to present to Michelle by two. So Cyber Week, as you know, is like for any digital business, it's, it's a big time of year for, for us, like that Black Friday to Cyber Week moment. And... Yeah, we're, we prepare for that, but we don't do promotions. We don't mark things down. We don't put things on sale like most people. Um, yeah. Then that's just something that Michelle just makes very clear that she doesn't budge <laughs> on. Um, and it it works for us. That means that we're just coming up with an engaging campaign and we're giving away like fun, like lively swag to kind of incentivize you to buy. <laughs> Actually, if you almost look at it, <laughs> look at it from the positive negative thing, it's almost the same where it's like we're never going to we're never going to discount or devalue our product. We're just going to give you something for free. So then the next task is you're reviewing ad videos with Anita and making sure, making any adjustments before you're presenting to Michelle. So it's 1.30. What's going on? This is like go time. And yeah, 1.30 is the time where we take everything that we've prepared, all of the assets, everything that she's kind of expecting to see, and we are going to present it to her. So... First, usually we start with newsletter email marketing. And so we have an actual physical board with the emails printed out like by date so that she can have like a big picture view of kind of what's happening in the month. And then we show her digitally and we scroll through and she'll have any call outs that she has, whether it's from a copy standpoint, a design standpoint, or just like imagery or anything like that. And then we'll we'll confirm what's on deck too, to that we'll show her next time. And then um, we'll go through any other assets that we've prepared, whether it's like videos or social media concepts, launch stuff, launch campaigns. I show her web copy and launch copy a lot of the time, too. And <laughs> she always like thinks it's so funny. She thinks she's like grading a paper um, where <laughs> I print out um, all of the all of the copy lines and phrases and kind of like the story of like where I think it should go. And then she'll I'll just give her a pen and she'll just like cross it out if she doesn't like it. And usually she hearts it if she likes it. Cool. And then okay. she'll give it back and then I'll know how to do a second revision. This meeting went well, but there are days when the pitch doesn't resonate and Michelle has a different vision for the campaign. So in that case, it's back to the drawing board to weave in her feedback. Erin's role is very creative and she's working with a team of talented and smart people, but that doesn't mean that they land everything on the first try. So we asked her, are you good at taking criticism? <laughs> um, I've gotten better. Gotten Got it better. for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I I actually love I love feedback. Not that I can take it very well. But <laughs> I can't take it very well at all. Yeah. No, I yeah. No, that's such Something a great I'm question. On. It's yeah. a bad bad trait of mine. Yeah, no, I think it's everybody wants feedback. You know, everyone wants to be better. I think actually receiving it receiving it can be hard and then applying it can even, be hard. Even mm -hmm. harder. Can yeah. be even harder. Yes. Yeah. So I'm 
I am absolutely the girl that's always like, tell me everything. How was that? Like, whether I'm like singing on stage at church or I'm talking to Michelle, our CEO at Lively, like I'm always like, please just like tell me everything. Give me feedback. Where am I messing up? And I kind of sometimes I almost feel like that comes out of a place sometimes of insecurity, right? Where you're just kind of like, I feel like I'm not doing well. Someone tell me so that you can beat me to the punch or like, or so that I'm like aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is that you want to like get better. So I think that when people are asking for criticism, it's really important for you to know like, why do you, why do you want to hear this feedback? Are you actually going to use it and apply it? Or do you just want to hear what everyone thinks about you? It's now 3 p.m. and Erin is having lunch. That may seem late, but it's because on Mondays and Wednesdays, the day she has meetings with Michelle, she's so laser focused on preparing for that that she's not even hungry until then. Now I want to talk about MailChimp because you mentioned after lunch, right? You're building the email for tomorrow. Now MailChimp, in my opinion, it's like, kind of an underrated skill. It takes a lot of finesse to like get comfortable <laughs> with how to use it. Yeah. How long did it take you to get like really proficient in using MailChimp? It takes time. It totally takes time. I found we even now too, I think that we're growing out of it a little bit and I've found like all these loopholes, like different different ways that we try to um that we try to like segment or just do all these different things that actually MailChimp doesn't really have as much capability of doing. But now we're just so well versed that we almost feel like we're growing out of it. Yeah. Making templates is like your friend. That's the number <laughs> one thing. And we actually just drag and drop images rather than doing live text and things like, things like that. You're working in MailChimp. And once you have the approval of everything on all the from all the key members of the team, mm-hmm. you schedule the email for the next day. Yes. How many revisions like on average, I guess, would you say on from start to finish on an email? Yeah. Once it's built and in testing mode, probably like one or two. And it's very, very, very minor. Um, The design team, Ari, would not like it if we had to (laughs) like change an image or change something crazy. So it's easier on your side to change things rather than the design side to change things. Yeah, because they actually have to go into the asset and update it. And then they have to send it to me. And all I have to do is just drag and drop and update and retest. Mm. But for them, they actually have have to go in and physically like kind of redesign. So that's why we don't like to make any big shifts right before that. So the design process is always two weeks out. So because it's got to go okay. through approvals of content and everything like that, which is in that 2 p.m. meeting. But that that is like the final, final stage. And so really there shouldn't be any updates happening. It's more so everyone's on the same page. So it's not a set it and forget it sort of thing. If you are two weeks out, like when it's the day, the day before that piece of content is supposed to be posted like you just double check with everybody and say like hey this is cool right before you post yeah, it yeah I mean because we're, we're just sending we're just yeah. sending to hundreds of thousands of people totally. um and so you know and actually that's kind of what makes I always tell people it makes email marketing a little bit scary um because you, you you're just always sending and once you send it like there, there's yeah. no going back <laughs> right. um so yeah so we just want to make sure that we are dotting our eyes crossing our t's and making sure that every single email is like combed through by each and every person on the team and that there's nothing there's no mistakes being made, which is helpful for me. It's now 4 p.m. and Aaron is working on making some headway on the website copy for the products included in every Cyber Week purchase. She's also taking some time to fix some of the call-outs from the 2 p.m. meeting with Michelle. My job definitely touches every single person at the at the company. So yeah, I have to make I have to make sure I plan my time well so that it's like, hey, I'm not moldy I'm not a bottleneck or holding someone up or if I have an answer of like, hey, what product is in this bra? Like I have to make sure I go talk with our um, designer and then go talk with Ari and yeah, it just takes a lot. And then Michelle asks you to come into her office. 
Was that like a, oh my gosh. No, no. That's expected. It's a a little, well, anytime that like your CEO wants to talk to you, you always just want to make sure you're prepared, right? It's not, it's not typically anything that's like scary. It's just more, um, it's just more like, okay, like if we're going to have a conversation, like I just want to make sure that like I know what I'm doing and that I I have the answers for her. Um, So yeah. So if it's anything about email, which is my area, I just want to make sure that like I looked in the data, I looked at what's, what's going on in my business and I'm able to talk to her about that. And, um, and yeah, in, in this meeting, we just looked very granularly into into auto emails in Google Analytics. And it was it was great. Kind of like the theories of what we thought was going on in the business like it happened to be true. And it was it was we felt we felt really great after the meeting and was just like so happy that we went through that together. Um and she's really she's an awesome CEO like in that way because she will go go that to that next level like with you and be like, hey, like let's actually look at this really deeply. And it was such a great it was such a great meeting. And I was glad that I was able to do some of the research beforehand on like what was happening in the business so that we could actually have a productive conversation and not me like catching up because she she's aware she always knows what's going on so I always want to make sure I'm I'm at least at her level or a step ahead. Erin leaves the office at 6 45 a little later than normal. On Wednesday she's usually headed to a dinner party with members from her church C3 NYC but tonight they didn't get together because of a big event they had a couple days prior. So it was a nice night in for her complete with Thai food takeout. She's very active in her church and is very passionate about singing so she was taking a look at some of the songs that she'd be singing on that Sunday before she went to bed around 11 30. So you just experienced a day in the life of a marketing assistant, but how does one actually become a marketing assistant? In part two of the Lively Marketing series, join us as we go through Erin's career journey and experiences leading up to where she is today. She spent her college years thinking she wanted to be a journalist, but had a change of heart after graduation. In part two, learn how she got the courage to pick up and move from Atlanta to New York City. Stay tuned. At Experience a Day in the Life, we're building an online library of content all focused on a diddle or a day in the life of different jobs and professions across the world in all different industries. So if you want to share your a diddle, you can do so at xadiddle.com slash share dash my dash a diddle. That's x-a-d-i-t-l dot com slash share dash my dash a-d-i-t-l. Thanks for listening. Head over to xadiddle.com. That's x-a-d-i-t-l.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at xadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Bow and Matt with one T Poe. If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.